Hello to all you Eagles fans out there. This is episode 32 of the Missing Link Podcast. Your connection to the Eagles through the eyes of a fan. The day is finally here. San Francisco 49ers versus Philadelphia Eagles for the right to go to Super Bowl 57. Welcome back to the Missing Link Podcast. It has been a long time since I had the opportunity to talk to everybody. It feels good. It feels good to be back in the chair. It feels good for the Eagles to be in the playoffs and heading on to another game in the NFC Championship against the San Francisco 49ers. I know Giants fans and certainly the national media were very surprised at the outcome last Sunday. I wasn't. I think that if you look at the Giants as a whole, their lack of talent, top-end talent, right? I think we, this has been said, and I've heard this from a couple of outlets, but the only player that was on the Giants that would start for the Eagles is Saquon Barkley, and I would take him. But at the same time, you know, the Giants fought hard, had a great season. Uh, they were definitely the best opponent we could have hoped for in the opening round of the playoffs to shake that rust off and get after it. It was really a great game. It was not stressful whatsoever. It was fun. And I think as much fun as we had last week, it's going to be equally nail-biting this upcoming week against the San Francisco 49ers. It is at home, which is fantastic. We've got a roster coming into town that is pretty equal across the board with the Eagles. I think the Eagles are deeper in certain areas, and we'll get to that. But this is by far the best defense the Eagles have faced all year. And the team is hot. They haven't lost since like week seven or eight or whatever it is. And a lot of that currently is being attributed to their quarterback, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft and their third string quarterback. For a team to win the way that they've been winning and, you know, they haven't really played too many teams like the Eagles. In fact, I'd say that this is by far the toughest team they've played in that stretch. Purdy carrying this team this far is extremely impressive, but it's not him that's necessarily carrying this team. It's the the talent around him. They have a, a great offensive line. They've got weapons like Debo Samuel and George Kittle and all these guys that are really good after the catch. So Purdy could just go ahead and flip a slant or a screen or even McCaffrey in the backfield and really just lean on those guys that are around him. I think that the Cinderella story, though, is going to come to an end. And the reason why I feel that is let's just go by the rosters. Let's just go bit by bit. And I'll start with things, something like the defensive line, right? The Eagles have 70 sacks so far this year, added quite a few more last week. Hassan Reddick put on Twitter that he was a little upset that there wasn't uh, any recognition for him as a defensive player of the year. And I couldn't agree more, doing everything he can. And he's wrecking havoc. And he's been a fantastic signing for us. But you look at people like Fletcher Cox, right? Josh Sweat, Javon Hargrave, Brandon Graham. These are all people that are not just performing extremely well, but this is the most sack in the league. You know, there's just been nothing but sacks on this defensive line. And there's been some chatter going on about, well, if you take away these certain games, it's not quite as an impressive stat. Well, let's look at the San Francisco's defensive line. If you take away Nick Boza, he has 18 and a half sacks. Every other player on that defensive line doesn't have over five. So advantage Eagles, right? You have more players that are in the trenches that are able to get to the quarterback and sack Purdy. And I noticed this last week. I'm sure some of you did as well. Whenever Purdy gets skittish, whenever he backs up out of the pocket and there's something, his first and second and third read isn't there, he tends to backpedal. He tends to run backwards. His head is facing towards the back of the stadium and he's not looking downfield. He's trying to escape and he escapes out of the pocket backwards. Guaranteed, there is going to be either a Brandon Graham, someone like that to catch him, 
maybe calls a fumble. Perhaps he has an errant inter- interception. There's been a couple of times this year and during this run where he's been pretty lucky. Even last week, Jerron Diggs didn't have an interception that really should have been an interception with Purdy's throws. So advantage to the Eagles on the defensive line. You look at the linebacking core. So let's just go deeper into the defense. That, I think, is where the biggest advantage lies for the 49ers versus the Eagles. We have, okay, linebackers. You know, some are, you know, DJ Edwards been pretty good. But they have Fred Warner, right? They have a great linebacking core that can actually keep up with wide receivers down the field. So Goddard doesn't have necessarily as much room to roam as he would have last week against the Giants. But linebackers can be avoided because the secondary is not nearly as impressive as the uh, the front seven might be. So in the backfield, you have a Pro Bowl strong safety for the 49ers. But overall, their pass defense is ranked in the bottom third. So you can throw on this team. Their running defense is fantastic. It's number one in the league. But if you look at their pass defense, it's not quite as impressive. So how do we exploit it? We use our weapons like A.J. Brown, right? Devonta Smith running Goddard through the middle, having Patchcasters out of the back. There's a lot of things we can do to throw on this team. And I think that we need to establish the run. And we have the best dual threat quarterback in the league when it comes to making those decisions. These read options are going to just be something that the 49ers have not seen before. They're not going to understand and, and realize how to guard this until deep into the game. And I think that's a huge advantage. If Jalen Hurts plays the way he has been playing throughout this entire year, the 49ers are in big trouble. They cannot keep up with the firepower of the Eagles. The last week, they won team to 12. And so, you know, they scored 19 points on the Dallas defense. We saw Gardner Minshew score 34 on that same team. So I think when you look at the, the quarterback and the wide receiving core, the wide receiving cores are pretty close, you know, from a weapon perspective. I think I'll take AJ and Devonta and Goddard any day of the week. But of course, Debo and, and IU. But it ultimately comes down to the quarterback. It ultimately comes down to Hertz versus Purdy. And I'll take Hertz every single time, especially at home. He played at Iowa State, Purdy did. So, you know, he had a great, last time him and Jalen played was in the, uh, with his in their college days, and they had a shootout. I think they both scored over 40 points, you know, for their respective teams. But Purdy's going to get rattled. We have a huge fan base. This is not something that they can take lightly. They can't just walk into our building and feel like it's going to be like every other game they've played. The link is like a different animal, and it's a completely different animal if we're talking about the playoffs. Purdy's going to get rattled. Purdy's going to have a tough time fighting this crowd, fighting the silent count, all those kinds of things. And the moment something goes wrong, the moment there's an interception or a fumble or a sack in a big time way, he cannot carry them out of that hole. And I just don't think the Niners defense is going to be able to stop us from scoring 30 points. So at the end of the day, if I was going to choose between playing the Niners or, or the Cowboys, I wanted the Niners. And I wanted the Niners because I don't think they can keep up with us from a scoring perspective. If this game goes into a shootout, advantage Eagles all day long. And I think our defense can hold up in ways that the Cowboys couldn't. And I think they'll be more opportunistic than the Cowboys were. And I think that the 49ers have finally met their match. This is not a situation where these are two teams that are equal in every single way. The quarterback is a major disadvantage for the Niners. And I don't think that Purdy has, just like, if you think about this, if you're in the last two minutes of the game, and you need to go down and score a touchdown. Who would you rather have, Hurts or Purdy? You would rather have Hurts. Of course you would. You're an Eagles fan. But most of the other teams in the NFL would say the same thing. Purdy is not a, a maker of plays. He's a distributor. He's a he's a point guard. And the teams that have been playing well against them have bottled up that potential. The Cowboys did that last week. No skill player really stood out. It was just them making errors, turnovers, things like that. So if we play a clean game, Hurts does what he's been doing all year. The team plays together. The, pl- the team plays smart. The coaches have had time to prepare for this. They had to have thought that the Niners were a possibility, even as early on as their bye week for the playoffs. We are in great shape. 
I think that this is going to be a fantastic game. It's going to be one of those old school, tough, hard hitting kinds of games. And I think the fact that this is at home, this is why you play all year for that number one seed. You play so you can be at home in front of your fans. I'm going to be there right away. I'm going to be flying in here out of Denver to meet up with some of my friends and go to the game and tailgate. It's going to be fantastic. That's the kind of energy that the Niners are walking into. And it's such a big advantage to be at home in the playoffs with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. So fear not, Eagles fans. Don't be stressed out about this game. It's going to be a good team with a good team. That's why they're still left here in the playoffs. But I think that our quarterback, I think that the fact that we have a more complete team, a deeper team, a team that's going to take full advantage of being at home, feeding off the crowd. And, you know, these are the last potential last home games for like Jason Kelsey, for Brandon Graham, for Fletcher Cox. If you don't think that's going to motivate those guys to go out there and play the absolute best game they possibly can, you're kidding yourself. The disrespect that I'm seeing from the national media saying, okay, well, you know, the Niners could beat them. You know, Brock, I'd rather Brock Purdy over Hurts. I've seen crap like that all over the place. That's bulletin board material. You know, I even saw a Debo, and I'm sure he didn't mean this in like a super nefarious way, but he was just like, you know, I'd rather, you know, play in front of our fans or louder any day of the week. You have no idea how loud we can be. You have no idea what we bring to the table. And you have no idea what this team has been through. We've been through the NFC East, the best conference record-wise in the NFL. We have taken on adversity. You know, we've, we've been down. We've had injuries. But this week coming up, we have all 22 starters ready to roll. We have all 22 of our game one starters ready to go out there and compete and with everything on the line. I know Brian Dawkins is going to be an honorary captain. I couldn't think of a better individual to pump us up. I saw a video uh, that the Eagles put out for it's a Philly thing. And there's just so much electricity surrounding this game. I just don't see how the Niners are going to be able to keep up. And yeah, they've got a good coach and, you know, ultimately they have a great roster. But that quarterback, right, that weakness, that that is going to catch up with them someday. And I think that day is going to be this Sunday. Go out, enjoy it, get ready for this game, get ready for potentially going to the Super Bowl. This is what we've been dreaming about. This is exactly what we thought we might get moving on from a Carson Wentz. So how quickly can we get back to the Super Bowl? Hertz has improved dramatically this season. He's taken something last year where he had a huge weakness in throwing the ball, made it a strength, bringing on A.J. Brown. Miles Sanders having a career year. The offensive line has a pro bowler in every single spot. It is an insane amount of talent there on the field. And credit to Howie Roseman for putting it out there. But this is the time. This is not to be squandered. This is something that it's really lightning in a bottle. We have one of the best quarterbacks. And I would argue, you know, top three, top four here going forward. And, and certainly one of the top one or two that are left in the playoffs. And we're going against a seventh string rookie quarterback. I just don't think that the line, I think the betting line is like two and a half. I would pound that Eagle money line all day long. I don't think there's even a chance that the Niners pull this off. We are too deep. We are too talented. And we have the guys. We have the dogs. We're going out there. We're winning this fucking game. So fly, Eagles, fly. I will see you guys out there. Enjoy the tailgate. Enjoy whatever you're doing with your family because we're going to the Super Bowl, baby. I can't wait. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Missing Link Podcast. I'll be back next week to talk about this game and hopefully the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Go Birds!